especially if you want to go from work to travel and then to dinner. Like you don't have to change. And and especially I'm all for traveling light. That's part of also sustainable living. It's, it just takes less fuel, you know, to fly you from point A to B when you're not carrying your whole closet with you. And um, I believe in, I can travel for a month in one carry-on and it's just, it just feels really great to be simpli- simplifying the whole um, packing list, but you can get 20 looks out of it because mm-hmm. everything works together. You are listening to the Closet Edit Podcast. I'm Tanya Renadette, a personal stylist with over a decade of experience helping people all over the world with their style and confidence. I love sharing how you can be the most powerful version of yourself and look good in clothing that truly reflects you, your personality, and your body type. In this podcast, we talk about fashion, but we also cover all the parts around it that influence your personal style, like how to handle big life changes, what to do when your clothing doesn't fit right anymore, dating again, what's the best way to spend your money, and everything in between. This is a space to learn, to grow, and take action. I share all of my experiences, learnings, and tricks to help you build a wardrobe that lights you up and aligns with who you are. Let's get into it. Change is inevitable, and trying to push through can actually cause more stress than meeting the challenge and adapting to the change itself. And I've personally been through this and know that sometimes letting go and finding another way around is actually best. I want to talk about change because Luli Young is an internationally recognized Seattle-based clothing designer. And when she was on my podcast, she shared her dream and vision to create this travel wear line because she had already created some uniforms for Alaska Airlines. Well, of course, what happened was COVID hit and it has caused a lot of us to have to switch up what we were doing in our life and the projects that we maybe had going or the plans that we had. So after that happened, she put it to rest. She put that dream down for a bit. She went out to help the community. But during that time, she really got to get a feel for what people really needed. And it was really moving towards comfortable pieces, towards athleisure wear. And so she got back on that train again, got her dream going, and has created Leisure, which I have to say I absolutely love. I've had the privilege to be able to have tea with her, try on the samples, and then I got to go again and meet her at the Alaska Airlines Lounge at the SeaTac Airport and get to take photos and get a feel for the pieces one more time. I think it's really interesting that her logo, since the very beginning, she's been in business for about 21 years now. Her logo is the Monarch Butterfly. And as a butterfly, Luli Young's brand continues to evolve and her sense of curiosity of the world and the people around her. She's a very compassionate person and every time I meet her, I am just so impressed with how engaged she is with the person in front of her, the questions that she asks, and how she truly shows interest by looking into your eyes and really trying to understand you more. So this is a very special podcast. Please, if while you're listening, you hear something that inspires you, something that moves you, take a screenshot of the podcast, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, tag myself, Tanya B. Style, and Luli Young Kutcher. We would love to see you all just continue sharing messages of hope and positivity. I just have to tell you, 
everything. I tried on, not everything, but I tried on a few things, probably eight items. Oh, you did? That's right. I don't, we're going to talk about it, but I'm like, whoever she is designing for, I am her ideal client. (laughs) Yeah, it was all so beautiful. I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. What are your favorite pieces? I'm surprised because I don't wear t-shirts. My casual wear is not casual, but I tried on the Monarch t-shirt, the blue one, and I loved it. I was like, I don't wear t-shirts. That's not my style. Either. I liked it's it. Not, it's, it's, it's not quite a t-shirt, is it? It's like no. an own name. Yeah, it's a it's a more elevated shirt than a regular t-shirt. Yeah, and, the, and I like the hand of it. It's a nice yes. hand. It's very smooth. Yeah. And then I also liked, of course, I loved the Monarch longer raincoat, um, the green one. I'm like, I have to decide which what I'm actually going to take. But I'm like, those three, there's one more, the turtleneck with the balloon sleeve in the blue. Oh, yeah, that's really fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So those are my top four. Awesome. Thank you for going over there and playing with us. I'm kind of bummed I couldn't go in. <laughs> it was awesome. We got to catch up a little bit too and take pictures. Yeah, it's such a fun, um, they, that lounge is so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So let's get started. I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just want to start by saying that the butterfly, the monarch butterfly that represents you, Luli Young, I feel it represents the company since the very beginning. And you probably weren't even thinking of that in the beginning, that a butterfly is life, it's transformation. What came to your mind when you were thinking of the logo of what represented you and your brand when you came up with that? For the Luleisure, um, the new logo. We wanted to um, make a contemporary kind of version, um, a modern version of our, how we see the butterfly, you know, and it's only kind of the skeleton silhouette of it it doesn't have the color and it's a really cleaned up simplified um, logo and uh, we actually play with it for a whole year it went through maybe 20 iterations it's really hard you know when we're when we design for ourselves (laughs) and designers you know we're we can just keep doing iterations after iterations but um, I think it turned out perfect to represent who we are Uh, that's the new evolution of the monarch and we we absolutely love it in fact uh next next year you will see some jewelry pieces accessories we're starting to design earrings and some neck pieces and oh my gosh really fun jewelry pieces also handbags that you will start to see uh corners and little kind of fingerprints of this new logo throughout the collection Oh, fun. I love that. Oh my gosh. You have my heart already. You're going to do jewelry too. I cannot. We are. We're so excited. And we just love, we love these pieces that can really change, you know, allow us to be really flexible with styling our everyday wear or our travel wear. And I love, my whole thing is about designing things that are multi-purpose as part of our sustainable living and lifestyle, um, an initiative for ourselves and also for our guests and our clients and our friends and being able to pull one thing and use it for three, two or three different, you know, events or seasons. It's just mm-hmm. kind of going to go. And, and it's, I think where things are evolving towards anyway. Yes, for sure. I agree. And when you were on the podcast last time, we were talking about 
your travel wear line that ended up turning into Luleisure and it happened because of COVID and life changed. How different was your vision for the travel line from what it ended up becoming, the design part of it? I think the functionality piece of it, I would say, maintain that really nice hybrid and that gray area between informal to formal, weekend to weekday, day to evening. I think that versatility is still design in there. Um, the comfort is uh, design in there. But we did put in, as you notice, a few pieces that are even more elevated than we originally had in the travel collection because we wanted this to be apropos for also work and for meetings and for going to a little bit more elevated party and elegant dinners. So it's something that you can pack and feel good about no matter where, where you're going. Yeah. So I think, um, especially if you want to go from work to travel and then to dinner, like you don't have to change. And, and especially I'm all for traveling light. That's part of also sustainable living. It's, it just takes less fuel, you know, to fly you from point A to B when you're not carrying your whole closet with you. And, um, I believe in, I can travel for a month in one carry on and it's just, it just feels really great to be simpli simplifying the whole um, packing list, but you can get 20 looks out of it because mm -hmm. everything works together. Yes. And when I was trying that on today, all the pieces, I noticed I could pretty much mix everything together. It was so wonderful. And even with the things I came wearing, I mean, last time I think when it, we met for tea, I was also wearing the darker red color. Um, and today when I went, I was wearing this forest green. So the pieces I own ended up going with the pieces that you have anyways. So it was so nice. That's what we want. What we don't want is to, um, to, to, to have to dispose of things so often. Like, you know, it was like that for a little, for, for too long, I think. And people are coming back to really being thoughtful and, um, being really thoughtful and careful about, you know, their purchases and keeping them longer and taking good care of them. Yeah, I've noticed that with my clients, even the ones that are in their mid to late 20s are wanting to invest more money in the pieces that they have because they want to be more conscious of their purchases. They want to make sure that the things actually represent them, that they will last a while and they're leaning away towards really trendy pieces that are more disposable. So even people in that age range are looking at that too, which I thought was really interesting. I think that's great. And that's, I think the whole world is kind of in that direction. And even though not everybody talks about it and what it means for them, I think the whole world is kind of migrating towards that, which makes me feel good. And, and I see my friends and my clients and my colleagues all be more conscious, right? We're all more conscious of what's happening and what needs to be done. And we all naturally kind of evolve. We're kind of going, you know, some people faster than others, but that's okay. We're all kind of going in that same direction. And mm -hmm. we feel good. Yeah, and working with clients, what I like about your collection, I remember you mentioning that every season you're going to continue to create pieces that go with the colors in the line from before. And that's the way I work with my clients too. So when they work with me as a stylist, I build their wardrobe, I help them build their wardrobe, and every time we work together, I never give them a piece, even though it could be beautiful, I never give them something that can't be worn multiple ways. I want them to get as much wear of their clothing as they can. Unless, of course, it's like a special event or something. So 
I love that aspect of the way you're doing it. So it's not going to be like a completely different design, but it's going to be things that can mix and match with what you already have. Yeah. And it's, um, it's being considerate, considerate about where we came from, you know, too, like we came from this and this is the the new piece that actually will, is, is thoughtful and, um, as we design it of the past. So this is what we have. So, Nothing's disposable. It's, it retires only when you decide to, not because it has to. Yes. Right? It, mm-hmm. And it just, it just kind of, it works with you for as long as you want it. It's living with you for as long as you would like. As long mm-hmm. as it represents you and you feel good in it. You know, that's, that's what we want it to be. It's your choice. And I have a more personal question about that process of COVID happening and then having to kind of switch this idea that you had of your line a little bit, how did you go through the process of going through like, okay, I had this plan and now we're going to have to restart. How did you handle that? I mean, first of all, 2020 was the year I was going to have my 20th anniversary of my business. And it was gonna be, we were supposed to have, I was planning this fashion show with a huge, you know, I love producing these shows that give an unforgettable experience for my my guests and that is all planned out and of course it was unexpected what happened so not only did I put a halt on that celebration because we wanted to do you know like a, a retrospective of everything we've done of our whole portfolio it would have been really fun to look at the transition you know of 20 years of history and uh, we put that on hold then we realized, well, travel's on hold, therefore travel collections on hold. At that point, I felt like, you know, what I was doing in fashion and clothing is really small. Like the fact that I had to put that on hold was so small and not a big deal compared to what everyone else is going through, right? Like other businesses that are super, like terribly affected by it, you know, like airline industry and the hospitality industry, the food and beverage industry, they were just I mean, full stop. And so I had a great appreciation for like where I was. I was able um, to to put everything on hold. I didn't think about travel. I didn't think about my collection at all. I literally just pushed stop on it and said to my team, let's let's take care of the community. Let's take care of something, you know, other people before we come back to doing this piece of the fashion that we wanted to do. It's not as important as people staying safe. So we made that really quick um, pivot from designing clothing to masks. And we talked about that before. We really were just thinking mask, how do we get it out there as quickly as possible and design the best protective mask while looking good. You know, at the, you know, the first season was really, first couple of months was like the safest, the best filter, the best fabrics. And it's all about that. And once we figured that out, it was like, okay, now let's introduce color and you start to see prints. So we put the Monarch in there and then we put these ombre popsicle colors for the summer. And then we did the active ones for people who wanted to start to work out again. And so it, it really, 2020 was a focus on, on, on a completely different um, kind of community safety and protection coming from a designer's perspective. Like I have never felt like our work was so important, you know, like that was important that we did that. And so I actually forgot about the, I didn't think about the uh, travel collection for a while until the mask was out there. Things were getting settled in. people got their vaccines. The world was kind of, you know, being taken care of and, and it felt good. And then we came back to it when it was time. So yeah, that was a long answer to a short question. 
No, that's so great though. It's interesting how business owners, I feel like it prepared me for motherhood, having my own business, but you are so quick at learning how to pivot in situations that you need to pivot. It's like you never stay down in what, like you just get back up. You, something happens, a challenge comes up and it's like, okay, what's the solution? Let's get back up. What are we going to do? How can we help? How can we change things? I think that's something that a business owner really needs. Someone that wants to be an entrepreneur has to learn how to do that. Yeah, I um, I just feel really, uh, really blessed that, you know, we have a group of a very talented technical designers, designers, and, you know, logistics um, experts in our company that, you know, before COVID, we were all doing clothing and garments and uniforms and couture and that that's it. And then all of a sudden we, we were able to pull this together. I'm really super proud, super, super proud of the people that, you know, I get to work with and uh, really, really blessed because we went through that together. You know, we went through this very tough year together and it really bonds a team. Mm -hmm. It bonds a a family and it made our work even richer. And you can see that in this collection. It was, it's just, we've grown up. I think last year forced a lot of us to grow up Mm -hmm. very quickly and um, reset our priorities on what's truly important. And building a team is finding the right people for a team takes it takes a lot of searching. I don't have a lot of experience. There is a moment in time. I think the most people I had on my team was seven and you do become like family. You become responsible for them. You want to take care of them. You want to build such a great community with them. What tips do you have on finding people for your team? Is there something that you specifically look for a spark that you feel or see in somebody that really helps you make that decision? Yes. Yes. And you know, I'm, I'm also learning. um, I'm also learning uh, every, every day how to best select and find that, that true team member and a partner who would also be happy with us and vice versa. So what, what I do when we're looking for and recruiting and, and we're looking for new team members is really, um, really getting to the core of the values, like their values and ours and making sure that it's a, it's a match. doesn't have to be a hundred percent, but like 80% would be good. Like 80, 20 rule, you know, like if we, if we see eye to eye on the, for example, um, you know, how we approach problems, we see eye to eye on, you know, some, like, for example, we talked about this sustainable and responsible, you know, this community piece of it. Like, do they, do they feel the same way about that? Because that's how we approach our problems from that perspective. You know, how important is it for them that they make other people feel more comfortable? The, the human experience aspect of it, is it, do they enjoy making others feel good and happy? Because we do. So we talk about those things. I actually list out my values and I show it to our potential um, team members and, and, and I ask them to look at it and just go home, think about it. If this is also in line with what you would like to do in life with us, then we're probably going to have a long-term relationship. Yeah, that's really important. 
I know for me, when I started my business and I hired the first two people, it was a real learning experience for me, um, which a lot of business is. You're constantly learning all the time. And for me, it was how do I how do I learn how to delegate and share with people the processes of how I enjoy doing things? And with time, I got better at it, but it took a lot in the beginning. And I feel like um, in the beginning as a leader, it was not a very good job. The first two people that that worked with me, one of them actually stayed with me for seven years. She treated the business as if it was her own. She helped me develop so many things. We did so great together. But in the very beginning, I remember we'd talk back and look back at it. It's like I had to learn a lot in that time frame. Yeah. Happen. <laughs> in the beginning of any, I think any business or any project or anything at all in life, I think is all trial and error. You do your best to make the decisions you know to do, and then and then you learn from that, right? You don't make mm-hmm. that mistake again, hopefully. Yeah. And what's something that you've learned? You've been in business. It's going to be 21 years now. Yeah, we're on our 21st. Okay. 21 years. What do you feel keeps you motivated and creative and inspired to keep on doing more? How do you keep it fresh? That's a long time in business. Yeah. Are you not getting the results that you want from shopping? It's time to shop with a plan and get ideas on how to take a new direction towards how you want to look and feel. Join me every month for a shopping and style coaching session to help you shop with success. Are you tired of scrolling through online options to only feel more confused about what to buy and what will update your look? Inside Curated Closet Collective, you will get access to shopping boards to help you discover pieces that fit you best. Say goodbye to decision overwhelm and find ease as you pick from new styles and stores that take your wardrobe from boring basics to effortlessly put together. Now, if you think this sounds amazing, let me tell you the results that you will get by joining the Curated Closet Collective. So first, you'll get out of buying those same styles that are stopping you from expanding your personal style. You know what I'm talking about. You have your go-to piece that you have in every color, because it works, but you're not able to expand because you don't know what to look for. Another result, you will get new outfits to shop from and ideas on how to pair your new pieces with pieces that are already in your closet. You will also learn how to build a wardrobe that is intentional and catered to the style that you want to achieve. On top of all of this, you get extra support through weekly real life style chats with me every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time I want to be there to answer your questions as you shop. This is not that kind of service where you're going to get some boards and not know what to do with it. I am here to support you along the way. So you can join me every Tuesday whenever you need that support, whenever you want to show up with your questions to try things on and build that wardrobe that feels like you. If this sounds exciting to you and you are ready to take your style to the next level in 2024, you can go to the link in the show notes. The link in the show notes will take you directly there to get all the details so you can start accessing these shopping boards and get started. Again, I will be there to support you every Tuesday, but you can get instant access of the boards from this month and from the past two months to look through. I can't wait to see you in the Curated Closet Collective. Let's begin building a wardrobe that aligns with who you are and where you're going. You know, 
my perspectives on the world is that there's so much more to do mm -hmm. and that the job is never done. You know, when I'm gone, there's still going to be a lot to do. And I feel like, you know, I just want to, I want to do as many and check them off as much as possible. And there's so much, um, beauty to be made and there's so much good experiences to be designed and, and shared that um, if I can do this through my product and through the experience that I create for my team and myself, that that would be, that's what I want to do. And that keeps me going every day. I feel like I literally wake up every day thinking, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time to do all the things that I want to do and accomplish. And so I, I can say I never run out of ideas. I have a lot of ideas. It's just, but the hard part is having the time to implement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think we talked about that too when I came over for a tea. It's like having a space where you can just create. I mean, I love, I do love the business side. I love the marketing. I do love the styling, the one-on-one -on -one with clients. There's so much to business I really love and there's so much more I want to create with it. And it's, you know, we might not ever get all the time that we need in our life to do all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, I know people ask me, how do you have new ideas and new collections year after year? How do you do that? And I, I said, the problem is not that. The problem is there are too many ideas and not enough time, you know, to do it and to implement. Because that's just, you know, I, I literally feel like I only implement maybe 15%. 15 to 20% if that of, of these products or experiences or things that I want to create. And with your, the dreams and the ideas that you have, is there anything that you think of that you dream of that's outside of designing? Do you ever think of like a hybrid of something with some other kind of business in a different way? Of new businesses? Yeah. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> you know, the it, I, I'm I'm I would say I'm a specialist, yeah, in what I do. Yes. And you know, I'm a specialist in what I do, but I love being in the general a generalist in what I understand. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I'm always a student, and I'm I try to learn as much as I can about the things that I already know. So there's so much to learn, um, which. I'm very curious about everything. Um, so it takes some discipline as a designer who is curious to stay focused on my, on, on what I'm supposed to just focus on, which is, you know, not don't diversify into 10 different things, stay focused on what you do best and what you've been doing for 20 years and, and stay focused on that. Meanwhile, you know, my brain tells me, Hey, curiosity here, here, and here. Let's learn about that. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of a tug of war. I'm, I'm always curious to start new things and start a new project and, um, you know, have create joint collaborations with people who are coming from completely different disciplines. That's so much fun for me mm -hmm. and work with people who have expertise, um, in a completely different area and category. That's yeah. exciting. And you kind of did that with creating the uniforms for Amazon, creating it for Alaska Airlines. You probably had to research how they're moving, what they're doing. And even with doing the jewelry that you're talking about, you have to research and see different jewelry designers that you can talk to and things inspire you. 
So that's really interesting. I know. I think the human and human um, relationship and that knowledge share and that creative energy share is what is food for my soul. And Mm -hmm. it's what makes me really happy when I'm, when I'm in that zone and I'm able to have that um, experience of sharing and, and um, integrating the, um, the different uh, creative, uh, what would you call that? Um, Creative energies. Yeah. (laughs) You know, with uh, working with architects and engineers and, you know, Mm -hmm. right now I'm remodeling. I'm actually doing a big remodel of a showroom and uh, working with the contractors, the, the, uh, what is it? The, uh, even the, the structural engineers, you know, they're drilling drilling soil right now, actually tomorrow. And I want to go over there and watch how they do it. Cause I'm curious, they're going to drill down like 20 feet into the ground. And how does that, how does that work? You know? Yeah. I just kept this. I'm just thinking, how do they do that? I'm going to go watch. (laughs) Like, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done it. I've noticed. I didn't realize it actually until I asked you that question. But since the beginning of my business, I've always tried to interact with people of all over. I actually haven't had too many really close relationships with people in fashion. There's a few that I'm still really great friends with and we've done things with. But I really enjoy working with wineries, business coaches, dating coaches. Since the beginning, I've always worked with a dating coach and their clients. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. I love learning about other businesses and I'm always intrigued of learning more about what they do and what inspires them. So I know I I just love it. I love talking to experts in their field. Um, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of that on the airplane when I travel, you know, when I travel by myself, usually I'm so lucky. I sit next to very interesting people that are definitely not in my field and it's, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that you do that. I would totally take my ear earbuds off for you to talk to you. <laughs> one, time, one time I sat next to someone going, we were going to DC, we're going to Washington DC from here. So that's a long flight. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, literally we took off and we just talked until we landed and we're like, shoot, we're not done. We're not done visiting. We got to phone numbers. We need to keep talking. You know, this, this time goes so fast. Yeah. And I also have to remind myself to be present in moments. Like today, when I went to the airport to go see you, I had my earbuds in. I was listening to a podcast. And when I got in the airport, I realized I hadn't been in an airport since before COVID, before I was pregnant. So it must have been two years ago. And I really wanted to just take in the noises, take in the people. So I took my earbuds out and I went through, I did all of walking through security, finding the, Alaska Airlines lounge sitting there. I just wanted to be so present. I took my earbuds out just to be there with people and talk to people and greet them. And they asked me questions too. So it was, it was really refreshing. Isn't it nice? It really is. Something to more. I'm so glad you went. I think that, I mean, that lounge is so gorgeous. It is. Yeah, I agree. What do you feel has been the experience that has taught you the most? What have you gone through that has taught you the most? My whole life? Your whole life, or it could be in the past 20 years that you've been in your business. What experience has taught me the most? Hmm. Uh, let's see. 
Oh my gosh, that's hard because I think my the wisdom that I have for what I do and my expertise came from probably working with thousands and thousands of clients, hundreds and thousands of clients of different, you know, different kinds of people. Just it's just working with people in general and being exposed because when we're in retail, we have our own showroom. We get exposed to and, and introduced to so many different types of people from globally. And I think I think that's what taught us it's not one particular thing, but a combination of all of those people who shared with me their life and uh, told me their stories and allowed me to also share mine and then reciprocated. I think it's 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 just so many relationships and so many conversations. I think I learned I learned the most from from others um, because I mean I, I I believe I learned to see things from their perspective um, to be able to take myself out of my own perspective and put myself in other people's shoes and their their perspective and just kind of look out from their eyes. I think that's probably one of the most um, valuable lessons in life to be able to have compassion mm-hmm. things from other people's perspective. And it makes us more tolerant and more understanding. And it makes, I believe, me a better designer, being able to you, you step into someone else, this, their, their, their perspective and their feeling. And based on that, because I told you in the very beginning, it might be in this recording, it might not, I don't remember how far before I said, but. I feel like I'm the Luli client, like everything you have, I love. Who do you believe, who is a Luli client? You. <laughs> <laughs> Description wise, because <laughs> you meet so many people, but there is something cohesive about this woman, particularly that you are designing for. so hard to say one and describe because I, I I hope that I'm designing for not a particular look look yeah. a person but a feeling I think it's a person who appreciates the arts and appreciates um, the details you know and and and, and that, you know that the details and the thoughtfulness that we put into every zipper every puller every pocket flap and the shape and the pattern I, I think my perfect client would take joy in discovering those little things that we take the time. We take the one year to put into it, you know, the, the three or four back samples of that zipper that we made so that it's just perfect in your fingers when you pull it. Like, I, I think our perfect client enjoys those little things that we in our designs, which represents to me the small joys and moments in life. Mm-hmm. You know, are things that you notice when you're in a quiet place and you're not being distracted by other things. Just, yeah. And even the feeling you get of putting something on that fits so well and feels so good and looks just luxurious. There's, there's a combination of feelings that you get when you try on the pieces that you don't get with just anything that you try on. So there's an experience in the details of it, but also the way you feel when you're trying it on and you see yourself in the mirror with them. Yeah, they, they, I would like to say our, our fit celebrates the human body shape. 
mm-hmm. and it respects it. I think it celebrates it, it respects it, it doesn't ignore it ever. And it's thoughtfully designed from all angles. It's, you know, we are a three-dimensional being and we're a, we're, we're a living being. So designing a product that, that for me has no life and it, until it wraps around a body mm-hmm. um, is, is a, is a really rewarding thing to see online. Like that's why I love to see people in my clothes. You know, it's not the same when it's hanging there. That's why I'm like, try it on, try it on. And I want, I want to see the person living in it. And now there's going to be so many more people living in your clothing because you created something that you can wear every day. You did have a line before, but I don't know when you launched it. I rem- you had a line before that you're creating we business. Did, we did a um, small capsule in 2015 when we okay. launched our online store. Uh-huh. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was not a travel, not a leisure wear question with more like cocktail and still more event based. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is definitely a different, uh, completely different feel and uh, more apropos for today. Yeah, with my, I do have quite a few women clients that really appreciate the details and everything. And most of the men I work with are, you know, they're more of the Seattle man style. But there was one client yesterday I had who's a man. He appreciates the detail that everything, how it's made, the color, all of it. And I sent him some photos of me today wearing some of your items. And I know you have some pieces that are that are fluid that can be and anybody can wear it and then you do have some that could be more for a man um and i sent him just two pieces i tried on and he loved it not for himself but he just he loved and appreciated the design oh, that's great. did yeah, you see the reversible suede and leather jacket no yeah it is like buttery soft and it's olive suede on one side and like deep deep like cognac brown on actually it's more it's deeper than that like a brown deep deep brown on the other side and it's so soft and it looks so good on both um it's kind of a the gender fluid piece of it you yeah. know anybody can wear it. i love it i love it on me i've had it on various different models when we were shooting you'll see um, in our pictures, um, but that one is one of my favorite pieces because anybody can wear it. I'm going to look that one up online to take a look at it. I'm sure he would love some of the pieces you have, so I'm going to have to see what pieces um, he can try. Um, this year, particularly this year, because it's almost the end of the year, it's nice to reflect back. What's the one thing that you feel has brought you the most joy? Um, I'm really happy that, that I'm able to, you know, when I go to the airport, like you did today, I see people living their lives. Um, you know, it's not a hundred percent back to pre COVID, but people are back to their lives and living and traveling and working and vacationing and eating and, you know, like, that brought me a lot of joy. The first time when I went out and experienced that, you know, first time the restaurants reopened up and then we were able to go sit down in a coffee shop. Those little things that I said I that, you know, my clients would appreciate, I appreciate. Like the, the things that we took for granted prior to COVID that we just kind of had in front of, you know, in front of us all the time when we lost it for a year and they came back. 
Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's all those simple things. Even today for me, just sitting at the airport, I was like, oh, there is something that just feels so nice about this. So normal. I know. Yeah, I agree. And being able to fly again. I went to Hawaii a couple of times so far this year and it was just like heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting jealous. I need to go. I was, I was like, can I just get on the plane right now? <laughs> you should have just gone on the flight. You know? I was like, Alaska flies to so many beautiful places. Right. Yeah. I was like, I just could go on the plane right now. So we're wrapping up the interview. Um, my clients that listen to the podcast, they listen because it's more about style. It's really about life. And when I work with people, they come to me during the transitions of their life. So when I work with clients, like a client I saw a few days ago, I've been working with her since the beginning 12 years ago. I've seen her get married, have two kids, change a job three times, and they come to me in different transitions of their life. And when you go through transitions, it can be hard because you have to adjust, you have to create a new routine. Do you have any tips for people from your own life that you can share about routines that you create or how you go through transitions and changes in your life? What kind of keeps you going? Mm, I think during transition, gosh, I go through those myself. I think everybody does, but I mm-hmm. go through those myself. And I, I, I always, I, I find that um, those are the times when I need time alone, like to reflect. And again, it's a voice inside, not the outside, you know, trying, because there's so much going on around us. It's just to schedule time alone to reflect and think and plan. Mm -hmm. I like to handwrite things down. I used to keep journals um, all the time and I kind of lost touch with that. So I go back to journaling, but, but handwriting, handwriting, there's something about handwriting versus typing. So handwriting, going back to old world documentation of a journal. I think that's really um, special for me. And I love reading my old journals too. I think that that's what kind of my method is kind of alone time journaling and then thinking about um, what was learned and how I will apply that in the future. What's truly important to me, what gives me joy. Mm-hmm. Gives me joy and what, how, who do I want to spend time with that, you know, that gives me joy. Oh my gosh. What do you feel that you need to do for yourself now? It sounds like you haven't journaled in a while. What do you feel like you could do for yourself to give yourself some self-care during this holiday time? Well, I'm going back to Hawaii. And when I do that, my, I absolutely love my two hour walks. Like we, we, I just love to walk along the beach, the park, and just, just look at, families at the beach and look at the kids playing in the water and listen to mm-hmm. the noise of play and um, looking at the, the the gentlemen out there I see them all the time they pack their lunch and they go in the morning and they just go fishing they just sit there with their friends and they fish and talk and it's so funny the other day I was in Hawaii I was doing my my usual really long two-hour walk and it was a, a, a fisherman and he's like and it was right after Thanksgiving and he didn't know me. And he's like, Hey, and I said, hi, good morning. He's like, Hey, are you, he said, are you hungry? I said, Oh, not really. But <laughs> why do you ask? He goes, 
I brought a turkey. You want some? And then he pointed to this big pot that he brought that I think it was his meal for the, the day. He's going to be fishing for the day. And he like offered it to me. He offered his turkey to share with me. And I didn't even know. I, I just think those are precious moments. I, I loved Hawaii. I feel like the people there are just so happy and sweet and open. What is it that connects you to Hawaii? You mentioned that you had been there a few times. I, um, well, I have, I've always loved it there and I love mm. tropical locations and I have a love for um, like palm trees. Whenever I see oh. palm trees, it kind of lowers my heart rate and I love the way they sway in the wind. Um, but I, I think I just like the warm weather and I like the people yeah people a lot and and it's very calming for me and uh i would like to spend more time there yeah mine is the reason why i kept mentioning mexico is mexico in playa del carmen i'm not sure if you've been that's my magic place there's something about the energy there like i could just sit there i could write i could think clearly um, that's my magic place. I've been there so many times and they usually go at least one to two times a year. And so that's why when I was out there, I'm like, I could just get on the plane. <laughs> I, I actually have my passport with me in my purse when I was kind of on my way to the airport. I always carry it with me just in, uh, case. <laughs> in case I want to leave. Smart. <laughs> I carry my passport. Oh, I'm going to do that next time. Then I, then I could be like really tempted. Like, well, I could just you should do that once in your life, like carry your passport. And then when you feel like it, you just drive to the airport, book a flight and just go and figure out your other things later. Oh yeah. Yeah. Spontaneous. Yeah. I haven't done that in a long time. Having a little toddler makes it kind of difficult, but I'm sure I could still do it. Okay. Take, take your toddler with you. That'd be fun. <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for your time today. We kind of spent the whole day together, but not because I was with your pieces, which represent. Yeah, you look so good. You have to send me more pictures of what you tried on. I would love to see. And um, uh, yeah, I, I, I did you take a lot of pictures? I took so oh, yes. pictures of you. I did. I took many. Okay, send me some. I will send them to you. Can you please tell us where we can find you online, where we can shop for all your new pieces? Uh, on our website, luliyang.com. And that's it. Everything's there. And uh, we're still at the airport if anybody's traveling. See seventeen at the airport, Alaska, north. And uh, so then online or at our boutique in downtown Seattle. And then they book an appointment if they want to shop at the boutique, right? Yeah, that would be better. Appointment would yeah. be good. Yeah. Then you get some attention. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for your time. And thanks for trying out our new collection. I'm super excited. Yay. Thank you so much. Hey, babe. I totally appreciate your time today. Thank you for spending it with me. And I hope that you took something away that you can put into practice. If you really enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you could rate and review. It helps us grow and continue being able to reach other people as well. So if you rate and review, it would mean the world to me. It only takes a few minutes and you can share what you learned today or in general, what you really enjoy about the podcast. As always, continue building a life and style that truly reflect you. 
I'll catch you next time.